0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to our slash am I the jerk, where this woman wonders if she's in the right or wrong for removing her daughter's bedroom door. Am I the jerk for removing my daughter's bedroom door because she won't stop slamming it? I am a 40 year old woman and I have three kids Maggie who is 14 Levi who is 12 and Charlie who is 10 Levi and Charlie share a bedroom and Maggie has her own room as the oldest and also only girl Maggie is a great kid She does her homework helps with chores without too much complaints and doesn't bug her brothers too much The issue is that she will not stop slamming her bedroom door when she gets up to use the bathroom at night She slams her bedroom door on her way out and back in when she gets up in the morning or goes to bed at night She slams it Pretty much any time she enters or exits her room the door gets slammed and it's only her door None of the other doors in the house It shakes the walls and frequently wakes up everyone else Her brother's room shares a wall with hers and our bedroom is directly above theirs We've talked to her about it and asked her very politely to please be more mindful about it because it's disturbing the rest of us But it's in one ear and out the other We tried being more forceful about it saying that if she continues to slam her door there will start to be consequences Still, nothing changes. It all came to a head the other night when she got up to use the bathroom and all four of us were woken up by the slamming. I have to be up at 5am for work and i've had enough of the broken sleep and came downstairs and knocked on the door she opened it and said what with such attitude it took a lot of self-control not to start yelling i told her as calmly as i could that if she slammed that door one more time she was going to come home and find it gone she proceeded to yell at me to leave her alone and then slammed it five times as hard as she could well, the next day, Friday, she went to school, and my husband and I both had the day off. So, we took the door off the frame and installed a curtain rod, with a nice heavy curtain over the door instead. She came home and freaked the F out. She said we're being emotionally abusive and taking away her right to privacy. She sulked all weekend and won't talk to us now. My mother says that i'm the jerk here because I overreacted But she doesn't have to deal with the house shaking I want to add that we completely respect each other's privacy in our house Which is why we hung up a heavy curtain and made sure that we couldn't see through it or around it We even put little velcro pieces on the walls and curtain sides so it stays in place She still has her physical privacy, which she is absolutely entitled to but can't slam a piece of fabric We also have never and still don't just go into her room unannounced and we still knock on the wall to ask permission to enter We've told her we'll happily put her door back on once she agrees to respect the no slamming rule So am I the jerk? Now, when I first saw the title of this one, I immediately agreed with your daughter that this was emotional abuse and you were completely destroying her privacy that she is entitled to. But obviously, when you read it, it becomes pretty apparent that she's just being a horrible little whiny teen and she deserves this. And that as soon as she says, yeah, I'm not going to slam it anymore, the door will be back. It's not that hard. Just don't slam your door. I mean, she is literally interrupting everyone's sleep. Just take away the thing that is interrupting the sleep and yeah, she'll have to change. Simple as that. All that to say, you're definitely not the jerk. Let's move on am I the jerk for refusing to help my daughter with her car payments because she is a stripper I am a 47 year old man and I have a 22 year old daughter. She's in college and lives on campus I agreed to help her make car payments since she was in school I was recently informed by a young man I work with that my daughter strips at a club about 40 minutes away I confronted her on this and she said she didn't plan to do it after she graduated and that she needed some money I told her then work at mcdonald's don't use your body We got into an argument and I asked her to quit stripping and get a decent job then But she refused and said that stripping was easy money So basically I said there was no need for me to pay her car payment anymore since she's making money so easily She got upset and said that that wasn't fair and that she doesn't make enough for that I told her to figure it out She told my wife about what happened and my wife is upset by her job of choice But says it's unfair for me to stop supporting her so suddenly over an argument I think it's perfectly fair. It's my money and my decision when to cut it off So okay interesting one here It's one thing not being happy with the line of work that your daughter has chosen to pursue. I completely understand that Look as a as a parent. I think that you should in theory. I mean i'm not one So I don't know how hard it is But I think that in theory you should let your child do what they they want to in terms of their life as long as it's all legal However, i'll put my hands up. I get it. It's not the ideal job for your daughter to have. Yes, fine Have your own annoyances about that But when you're immediately therefore deciding to take away support from her that you've given her for a while And that you don't know how she's gonna react when you just suddenly take it away I think you're being the jerk there no matter what she does for work the fact of the matter Matter is that you agreed to help her make car payments as she is in school and now you've gone against your word for a condition that you hadn't aforementioned? That's on you. However, I will say that the biggest jerk of all in this instance is your co worker, a young man you work with who told you that your daughter strips at a club. Like, what sort of guy, first of all, is he, and second of all, does that? That's the guy that's really interesting. I'll be honest. I mean, what sort of a man is he also? It's 40 minutes away Like there's just a lot to unpack there that I don't really want to unpack but also do yeah You're the jerk give your daughter the money that you owed her And you agreed to but that other geezer weird let's carry on am i the jerk for not letting my miracle baby niece be my flower girl at my wedding i am a 27 year old woman and my older brother and sister in law both in their mid 30s just welcomed their first child a year and a half ago after years of trying after many failed attempts my sister-in-law was told that she wouldn't be able to conceive due to a medical condition she has but they finally got pregnant Since having my niece, the baby has been the center of attention at every family event we've had since she was born. Birthdays, weddings, family get-togethers, you name it. Now don't get me wrong, I love my niece but it can get to be a little too much when my sister-in-law goes on and on about how long they tried to conceive, complications they've had, miscarriages they've had, etc. Like a little too much info. Many family members have commented on how it's a little bit excessive, but no one has said anything because they don't want to sound like a jerk. Anyway, I'm getting married in the spring and my brother and sister-in-law approached me last weekend about having my niece be the flower girl. Now, my fiance, who is 35, has two children, a 10-year-old boy and a six-year-old Girl from his previous marriage his son is one of his groomsmen while his daughter had asked to be our flower girl When we told him the news that we were getting married a year ago. That's something she's always wanted to do So, of course we said yes I explained this to my sister-in-law when she asked me about my niece She asked if my stepdaughter can just carry my niece with her. I said I don't think she'd be comfortable with that Considering she is six She then asked why I can't give that role to my niece and allow herself to carry my niece down as the flower girl I said no because I already promised my stepdaughter She then started going off about how my lack of effort to incorporate my niece is disgusting to her I should honor her in some way since I know how long and hard they tried for my niece Now I may sound like a jerk for this but I kind of got fed up and snapped and said Incorporate my niece how by the time my wedding comes around she'll be two years old The entire family already knows your story about how long and hard you guys tried for her What more do you expect me to do to honor her? She started crying and said that clearly I don't love my one and only niece and i'm letting her down I said of course I love my niece and obviously she's going to be involved in pictures and stuff But i'm not going to let my stepdaughter down by giving my niece a role. She's too young to remember anyway Well now my sister-in-law and my brother are fuming with me for not letting my niece be the flower girl And i'm running around telling the rest of the family that I don't love my niece my mum had been trying to stay neutral, but she now thinks that my stepdaughter would understand If I explained to her that I need to give that role to my niece What i'm firm in my decision though and my fiance is thankful that I didn't let his daughter down So am I the jerk for not allowing my niece to be the flower girl? I mean look sorry to be harsh here guys, but we get it You had a miracle baby like how many times do you want to tell me i'm even getting annoyed and i'm just reading the story I'm, not related to you. We get it amazing thing no one's taken away from that fact but come on you're now just intruding on what it sounds like everyone's lives let alone someone's wedding especially given the fact that you've been explicitly told by op here that no my stepdaughter has always wanted to do this but hang on a second we had a miracle baby guys and therefore what i say goes because it's a miracle the clue's in the name you absolute idiot like i'm sorry maybe i'm being a bit harsh there but it's not your day And it's definitely not your miracle baby's day who yes as opie said is never gonna remember this She's gonna be two like what's the point you're just doing this for your own ego And i'm sorry opie. You're definitely not the jerk, but uh, yeah your sister-in-law She is am I the jerk for not wanting to change my first dance song because of my stepsisters association with it We've chosen our first dance song My stepsister is not at all happy because she and her ex-husband also had this at their wedding And she said she has a lot of memories with this particular song. She asked if I could change it I told her I get it, but this is what we want and I don't want to change it She said she understood but she's acting different around me and I could tell that she was mad and upset Most people who know about this don't think i'm doing anything wrong, but I had my sister and one of my friends tell me that i'm being selfish and not understanding here. So am I the jerk? All right, a little quick one there now I think we need some context for it because if you for your entire life you and your partner your fiance had always wanted this song to be your song, your first dance song, for as long as you've known each other and and the first day you met, you talked about having this song at your wedding. Yeah, it's a little bit far, but you get what I'm saying. If this was always the plan to have that song, then I get why you'd have your reservations and you wouldn't want to change it. However, from the sounds of it, it just sounds like you just want to have this song, this particular song. And if that is the case, is there not one other song in the entire world that you could possibly use instead? Because after all, this is going to be a very troubling period for your stepsister, seeing you do this and hearing that song. You know, it's just it's just not nice. And there are so many songs. I don't know, it's a tough one, but you could just do the nice thing and change it. Then again, it is your day, it is your wedding. You can't, you know, concede to everyone, but it is just a song. Oh my God, sorry. Okay, I've just noticed the OP has left an edit in the comments that I actually have to include. This is mental and changes everything. Right, let's put this up on screen right now. Yes, a few months after they got married, He was in a wreck he thankfully survived but has a severe tbi among other things and he lives in a specialized nursing home they got divorced but my sister still goes on about how she loves him and visits him occasionally he doesn't remember who she is most of the time but my stepsister says she apparently sang this song to him and he looks like he remembers her her words oh my god come up may from the movie moulin rouge my sister sees it as their song She and her ex first met at the movies when they both went to watch it. This is what i'm saying This is the context that we needed then apparently the restaurant they went to for their first date was also playing it So they took it as a sign and as I said, they also played it at their wedding She also sings it to him sometimes now. I think it's a really nice song and i'd like to play it too I don't want to have to change it. Yeah So this is actually the opposite of what I said for your stepsister. This was the amazing song for you It's a nice song and i'd like to play it. Nah, you gotta change that. I'm sorry Especially given the trauma that she's gone through my word change it immediately. You are the jerk am I the jerk for making my 16 year old son and my 14 year old daughter share a bedroom? My husband unexpectedly passed away a few months ago and I became a single mother to three kids, a 16-year-old boy, 14-year-old girl, and another two-year-old girl. Due to the significant decrease in income, I was no longer able to continue renting where we were and all I can afford is a one-bedroom apartment. Currently, I'm sleeping in the living room with my youngest. I gave the bedroom to my 16-year-old boy and 14-year-old girl, and I asked them to share in the meanwhile. I tried adding a privacy screen in the middle so they feel like they have their own space, but they're telling me this isn't acceptable each of my kids used to have their own rooms so this is a massive change for them i've been looking for a better paying job for months and so far i've had no luck I can't get a second job because i can't afford to pay someone to care for my two-year-old daughter outside of daycare hours neither of my kids are willing to help and they say my youngest is not their responsibility i know the situation isn't ideal but i don't know what else i can do for the past month i've not been eating anything for two days a week and just telling the kids that i'm trying out this fasting trend for weight loss purposes but the truth is i can't afford to feed us all and i've been using the food bank Prior to this, I'd never had to use food bank services before and I'm so thankful that it exists i'm both thankful and deeply ashamed though at the same time Will i be the jerk for telling my teens that they must share a bedroom would it be better if i suggested my son sleep in the living room with me and have both my female kids share the bedroom instead i don't live in the us but it's not common for teenagers of opposite sex to share a bedroom that is something i do absolutely recognize now before i even give my opinion on this one i need to say there is an update to this post which gives a lot more information so without further ado let's just get straight into the updates I had a chat with my kids after work i still don't want to put an adult problem onto my kids so i only gave them a brief overview of the dire financial issues we're having after my husband and their father passed away us downsizing to a one-bedroom apartment was not by choice i also told them the truth about how i couldn't afford to feed us all and why i didn't eat two days of the week i was afraid of how they take that news but it's gone better than i expected My kids will be coming with me to the food bank for the next trip to help out. In terms of the rooming situation, both my older kids agree that they did not want to share a room with my youngest, the two-year-old, because she frequently wakes up at night and also has accidents. They also don't want to share with me because I get up much earlier than them to work and it would disrupt their sleep. They'd rather share the room with each other while I continue to sleep in the living room with my youngest. They both told me that their friends were saying that no kid should ever have to watch their sibling because they didn't create them. They've been told by their friends that it's parentification to be asked to babysit for even an hour and it's never okay in any circumstance. That was why they kept calling me a jerk when I asked if they could help with childcare so I could get a second job. But now that they know how bad the situation is, my son said he wants to find a part-time job to help contribute. My daughter apologized and said it wasn't that she hated me or her sister Both my son and daughter said they are willing to help take care of the youngest so that I can get a second job Hopefully I can find something soon and be able to move to a larger space. Okay, there we go Now that is what I was gonna say before I even read the update what it is here is just a lack of information. Your kids are just being typical kids. I picture myself as a 16 year old boy if I was asked to share a room with my sister who actually is a few years younger than me and I was 16 and I had no context as to why we had to do this or the financial trouble my family was in I honestly would have the same reaction I'd be like well I'm used to having my own room back in the old house why are we living in a one-bedroom apartment and why do I have to share a room that would be my natural reaction however as expected when you give your kids the actual information and the reasons behind all of this then of course they concede and they want to help and they're being nice kids that is what you have to do the entire time and i'm very glad you did this look honestly i can understand this you don't want to be completely transparent with what's going on it's a horrible situation nobody wants to say to their kids guys look we have to go to a food bank I can't afford to be in a nicer house. I need you guys to give me some babysitting help while I go and get a second job to support us financially. That's not a position you want to be in. But sometimes, honesty is the best policy. And look, here, clearly, it's worked. Well done. Suffice to say that you're not the jerk in all of this. But still, going with this honesty was the best play. Congrats. Am I the jerk for refusing to miss some of my kids events when my ex-wife's husband asked I share two kids indy a 10 year old boy and colby an 8 year old girl with my ex-wife thora We've remained very close and she and I don't follow a strict parenting plan We do our best to have the kids see us both as much as possible We celebrate every birthday every christmas together and we show up to support our kids together as much as we can make work With our jobs our families are also still very tight the kids love it Sometimes it would be my parenting time, but they want thora and so they spend the day with her or vice versa It just works so well for the kids thora married michael in november 2021 He and I got along in the beginning He clearly loved thora and was great with the kids, which is what thora and I cared most about But then this past summer some things changed with michael An example is indy was singing and playing an instrument at this little talent show his summer camp set up thora and I both went So did michael who took the day off work Michael did not look happy to see me, and once Thora was not within earshot or sightline, he was visibly tense, and I swear he groaned at some point near me. Then Thora had to go out of state to see a friend of hers who was very sick. The kids chose to stay with me and I don't believe Michael was happy about that I tried to ask him about it, but he swore things were fine in November Indian Colby had a busy month with different standout things within extracurriculars and school I was lucky enough to attend nine out of ten of them with thora attending eight out of ten Michael got to attend just three All three were ones that I could attend and it felt very much like he didn't want me there Late last month when michael and I were the ones attending a school function for the kids He asked me to show up to less of the kids events and let him and thora do some of that stuff with the kids as a family I told him they already do He said not when i'm around but i'm getting in the way of him being a parental figure for the kids I told him he was a parental figure and the kids love him He said they'll never consider us equal until they see him instead of me at some of these events He said it's important for the more stable family unit of four I told him I was not willing to miss the kids events He did not take it well and he accused me of interfering and alienating their chances of a family unit He texted me after the event with things he wanted me to miss including Indy's elementary school graduation in may I told him that was not happening. He told me thora wanted this too But of course thora knew nothing of this and told me the kids would be so upset if we did what michael wanted Which I knew also she was angry at michael Michael's angry at me, still. He called me a jerk. I don't want to believe I'm in the wrong, but I know this is not the norm for every divorced parent situation. And it makes me ask if I am in the wrong for not letting them have some of those events, just them. And there we go, an interesting one to end this episode. For me, I can understand from michael's perspective why this is annoying him i can i honestly can i think he should be a little bit more understanding however i i kind of get it right he doesn't like that you're still about and as the man of the family i can i can understand that he's just like yeah well you're the old guy i'm the new guy i want to have a relationship with the kids and you can have your own thing when you go and see them and when they're with you but for me i want to feel like i'm their dad i'm the stepdad at least and i don't want to feel like someone is always treading on my toes now i wonder who of you Right now I'm getting in the comments saying I completely disagree Because let me tell you That is just what Michael thinks And I'm saying that from his perspective Devil's advocate Because in reality When you sign up To be with a woman Who has children And is clearly very close With their ex You know in fact, you must have known that this was always going to be the case. No matter what you wanted at first, you had to be okay with this in your head, surely, to go ahead with this with this marriage, right? You know how close they are. You know how much the dad is still in your kids' lives. Their kids' lives, sorry. Not your kids. Let's just make that completely clear. Therefore, you can't be too like, oh, what? You can't come and see the kids, especially on their graduation. Like, are you dumb? Who are you to pick and choose what your stepkid's actual dad can do with them and what events he can go to? It's just not the one. And also, in terms of having your own thing and building your own rapport with the family and, 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 you know, feeling like a unit, that, by the way, I do understand. Like, you're allowed to, you know, be yourself and try and integrate into a family. That's fine. And I think that is something you should do. Fine. But you can do that on your own terms at non familial events that, a dad would want to be there for right as in go to the aquarium with your wife and her two children as a family would do go to a theme park maybe the kids are a little bit too young to go on the rides maybe that's not the best idea i'm not a father right that's on you big mike you can decide what to do what i'm pretty much saying is don't first of all try and steal the family and secondly don't tell the actual dad what he can and can't do with them it's just not your job Especially given that throughout all of this thora is the one that is very accepting and wants this relationship to continue with OP, and it's just the way things are. Yeah, I agree, guys. That was a convoluted little bit of commentary. But you're still watching, so it must have worked wonders. Now, before we end today's episode, I owe a lot of shout-outs. I've had so many donations to the fundraising page over the last couple of days, the last time I did some shout-outs. So, without further ado, let's get straight into them, starting off with a very special one. As you can see, we're now at £3,442. That's just £1,558 away. Wow, let I me mean, talk about quick maths. Yeah, that's right. From our goal of 5,000. Yeah, it's lofty, but so is an attic, right? Does that even make any sense, given the language barrier between American and English? I don't know, right? It makes sense to me. Nonetheless, first of all, I want to give a big shout out before we get into the official shout outs to Steph, right? A physio who I've gone to lots of times in the past. Steph and Mark do wonderful things to my body in particular. Not in a weird way, they're physios, okay? And uh, yeah, pretty much Steph was nice enough to give me a a big old physio session, which is quite expensive normally for free because uh, it's on my feet and I'm having trouble with my feet which is enabling me or not enabling me to run. It's very annoying and she did some great work on my feet and uh, yeah, was kind enough to give that to me for free. I'm going to flash up the physio, the name of the physio on the screen now. I think it's Sheen Physiotherapy. So if you're ever in the Sheen area, come along. They're great guys, family, friends. So uh, yeah, Steph, seriously, thank you very much. That's extremely kind of you and very much appreciated. So that's not a total that's been added, but it's helping me to be able to run the race for free. So really kind of her anyway let's get into the actual shout outs now right first up mr whatever or not great name my friend hi jack i've been watching for three years now and i love the content keep up the great work also sorry it's not much guys when will you learn stop apologizing for donating money to charity i don't care how much it is elite from you Sky has been watching videos for a long time Mine in particular And they always help me relax after a long uni day It's amazing that you're doing this fundraiser And I'm here to support it and you in the marathon Wow Legend for donating despite being at uni Where I know from hand experience Money is tight That's something that I used to love to be fair Coming back from uni Chucking on YouTube and chilling out Respect Sky Finally Sheldon I'm gonna go with Been watching for years Love the vids Keep up the good work I've helped through a lot Good to see that Karen cut again soon Guys 5 5k the Karen cut is coming back. That's for sure. Thanks for the two pounds. Donna is sorry for trauma dumping yesterday. Uh, no, Donna. I'm sorry that you're going or have been through that trauma. Are you joking? Just wanted to say this hits close and I appreciate the because you're promoting. Love the vid. Voice helps calm my anxiety. Keep up the amazing work. No worries, Donna. And again, thank you very much. Don't apologize for that, by the way. That is absolutely not necessary. Whiskey96. Is more of a rum guy. Do you mean more of a rum guy than a run guy? Probably. Very good. House Ninga. Gotta be careful there. Franz Ferigi. Yep. Okay. 13 euros. Thank you very much. Jackie. Hi Jack. Hi Jackie. I love the vids and they always bring me so much joy. Not to mention my voice is extremely soothing. Thank you. I really do try. Good luck with the race. I know you'll do great. Lots of love from Houston, Texas. Unbelievable. A place I've never been to, but I'd love to go. Thank you so much for the $30. That is going to make a big difference. Eon Michael. Awesome job. Thank you, my friend. Silk Koch. Now, once again, let's just, let's just calm down here. Sorry it's not much and good luck saying my name. Well, the only reason why I know how to pronounce that is because of a Leeds United player was called Robin Koch. But yeah, a great name nonetheless. GTIDK What I'm Doing. Also known as Victoria. I think this must be to her close friends. Right. And this is to us, Victoria. Maybe we are close friends. I don't know. I listen to the channel almost every day. Please keep up the great work. Wow, with the big 20 as I click on my uh, my latest run. Nonetheless, very much appreciated, Victoria. That is a leap from you. Thank you so much. This actually made me sad. Clicking on this, I've not been able to do a proper run in a long time since I did my half marathon, which I will put on screen right here. This is me, you can just about see me. And I actually say here, I don't know if you can see this, let me just get it up on screen. As far as training is concerned, I unfortunately picked up a couple of feet injuries during the half marathon on Sunday. Now, that was a Sunday, a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago. The reason that I'm standing not standing up in the attached photo, as you can see a lot of pain and unfortunately running has been a challenge since that point I've gone on one run only and it was painful I had blisters everywhere and that is the reason why I had to go to physio again thank you Steph Uh, I've lost my train of thought oh where were we yes that's right cock Faison has been watching the vids for one to two years keep up the good work I'm gonna elect not to say the name you've chosen there Faison but thank you very much and with that Faison That's going to be the end of the video. Guys, once again, thank you so much to anyone that has donated and will donate in the future. If you do want to get involved, the link to do so is down in the description. The marathon is coming up. It's now in about six weeks. And I'm a bit scared because I've only been able to cross train. But hey, uh, we should be able to do okay, I hope. Nonetheless, thank you all. And I'll see you tomorrow in the next Reddit episode.